It should have been Book It. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I am not your commissioner, Hi-Fi Mike, but I am the almighty late night Keith Keith. And today I have your <coughs> Book It Boy of the Year, Damone D. Money Allen. Music to my ears. Hi, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <clears throat> Prime time. Travity. I hated that. All of that. Good. But, but you can learn to love it. No. <laughs> <laughs> the show stealer. Little fudge. Huddle honcho. Holla. Holla holla. And the extreme bad guy. Kenny. Snoogans. What? <laughs> what did he say? Snoogans? I don't know. I don't know if you're uh, Maybe it's something he got from organicloving.com. <laughs> hey, that sounds like something we get there. It does. Uh, this is Book It, where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. We are in the midst of what, part three? Part three. We've drafted our rosters. We've drafted our announcers and gimmicks and matches and pay-per-views. Tonight, we present them to you, the fans. And I think tonight, let's see, are we starting with Damone? No, we're starting no. with Travis's press conference. Starting with Travis's yeah. press conference. All right, let's get it. So Paul Heyman calls for a press conference. Um, go over his state of the company address um he states that the two things he wanted most by accepting his role as the new chairman of the WWE was he wanted to put the sports back into sports entertainment and bring the world back into world wrestling entertainment so to accomplish his first goal he has assembled a commission that will consist of five men representing the biggest wrestling companies in the world bruno sammartino will represent the united states Stu hart will represent canada Antonio Inoki will represent Japan. Mil Mascaras will represent Mexico. And Lord Alfred Hayes will represent the United Kingdom. Why These Bruno for the U.S.? Yeah. What? Why Bruno for the U.S.? He's not you a... going to put Hogan up there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you exactly. can't put Who Hogan. the fuck was I going to put up there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Eat a dick. He made most of his money in America, where the rest of these people made most of their money in the countries they're representing. Why not Harley Race? Uh, because I want to fucking Bruno San Martino. <laughs> uh, <sighs> these five men will be responsible for doing top ten rankings for all three titles in the WWE, and they will also be responsible for sanctioning all title matches as well as uh, overseeing official weigh-ins the night before every title match. Thief. Finally, you said what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Finally, they have, this, they have the sole authority to overturn the result of a match through a three to two or larger vote. Also, there will be a press conference the night before every pay-per-view that is open to all media. In regards to bringing the world back to World Wrestling Entertainment, Paul Heyman has decided to enter into a talent exchange program with TNA, KEW, as well as ECW. With the first of those exchanges happening at Starcade in a six-man Money in the Bank ladder match featuring talents from multiple companies. 
Interesting, interesting. So what happens when KEW superstar wins and he cashes in on your champion and we bring your championship to KEW? We'll see what happens. And it's all in. We'll see what happens. We have oh no, I have all out. All this to be the evolve. I'm pretty sure WWE owns Evolve. Anyway. We, got, we got Roman Reigns sh- shaking in his booth about Matt Jackson over at Evolve. <laughs> you and your boomer show can move on. <laughs> you you re you reinvented the NWO NWA. You pretty much just made the NWA. <laughs> Why didn't he just be the NWA at that point? Didn't need to. I'm WB. I'm the, I'm the head of Honcho. You're just missing the mobster. Um, you don't know that. <laughs> so Paul Heyman put a whole ass press conference to announce this. Yeah. Anything else? He Was cut the same promo that's that he has for the last ten years after. <laughs> No, Brock Lesnar's not allowed to leave anywhere. No, he just he just hyped him up for you. <laughs> oh <okay. laughs> yeah. promo. Brock still wasn't there. He didn't show up. He doesn't even yeah. show up for our show. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. Uh, so that was Travis part for the press conference. Travis gonna leave us now because he's yeah. dying. Alleged, maybe possibly. So this might be his last appearance. So say goodbye, oh, home, Trevor. WWE's going under again. Uh, hey, wait, wait, the angels. He is WWE, uh, the owner of WWE, because he's killing himself off like four times. <laughs> Are you? Is your car gonna blow up right <laughs> now? Oh God, that does not lead good places. <laughs> that leads some places we have declared we will not mention this show. <laughs> And that WWE had to declare they would not mention on their show. <laughs> oh, no. They brought, they brought Vince out of the grave for that one. Hey, it led to John Morrison becoming a thing. Hey, I know that I blew up last week, but I'm here for a serious this week. Like, <laughs> that was Okay. Bye, Travis. All right. See y'all. Okay. So I'm going to do my show now. So. We're, it's kind of in chronological order that we're doing it, but... Can we explain how this is going to work? Yeah, We've had like, to make some changes due yeah, to some people's uh, ailments, particularly yeah. Travis's ailment. Yes, and Mike's old madness. He had dinner Mike way was scheduled early. for next week, yeah. Mike was scheduled for next week. Um. So the way it's going to work is that each of us are going to read off our, our written pay-per-view um it's going to kind of work in chronological order it's going to be kind of weird but we all picked certain, like different pay-per-views we've all booked a year's worth of our big four pay-per-views and we're going to go with one at a time and as we go through the matches i believe we're going to rate each of them right yep we're gonna do a rating and we're gonna give them one either one to five travi t's because that's what we do here at t13 media we don't do Meltzer stars we do travi t's which I don't like now that I've said it. Yeah, don't say it. Yeah, no, better don't than, do that. Don't better, give him more trusting Dave Meltzer's opinion, though. Don't give so. Trav don't give Travi more credit. Don't hype his ego. He doesn't need an ego boost anymore. All right. We already have gonna, too many things named after him. We give him uh dollar signs. <laughs> Be money dollar signs. There we go. Yeah. We give him dollars. We're gonna rank each other. Dollars. We're gonna rank each match and the story behind it using D Money Dollar Signs. <laughs> 
I give that match five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start with D Money. Okay, so Evolve. Uh, this is the biggest show of the year. It's Wrestle Kingdom, and we is being held at Madison Square Garden, and it is hosted by none other than the richest black man to ever live, because it is the year of black excellence, Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Five dollars already. Five dollars. Okay, you, you changed my mind. <laughs> so the pre-show panel, we do have a pre-show. There's only one match on it because let's be honest, who really watches the pre-show? Uh, but it's Gorilla Monsoon, Matt Bloom, and Bad Bunny are the pre-show <laughs> panel. What the fuck? <laughs> um, the pre-show match is Walter versus Homicide. Yes, I stole Homicide because no one took him and he's a free agent. So actually, I took both the LAX, but Hernandez appears later. You put Walter um, on the pre-show? Yeah, Walter's on the pre-show. Um, oh, also, Walter is representing um, the faction Tyranny, which he is a member with William Regal. Hold on, let me just double get Imagine having there. a pre-show. With William Regal, it's William, Wee- William Regal, Walter... Owen Hart and Bret Hart. How do you have William Regal? Do you have? I have William Regal as a wrestler. No one took him as a GM. Oh, I thought Travis did. Nope. No, he took Paul he Heyman. Took, took, yeah, he took Paul Heyman. Oh, because he switched later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. So then it is. So it's Walter versus Homicide. Um, it's to whoever wins becomes the new number one contender for the Evolve uh, TV Championship. So it's a 16-minute back-and-forth match. Homicide um, makes a comeback, uh, but his back is pretty beat up. Uh, Walter's been beating up his back the entire match. He goes for the gringo killer, but he can't get Walter up, and Walter counters powerbomb, one, two, three. Walter was not killed. Is wins. Walter wins. He does not kill the gringo. So that's Homicide, not Hernandez. Homicide, yes. I feel like Homicide would get absolutely homicided by Walter. <laughs> yeah, it's not like... And most he, companies booking, yeah, but this is Damone's show. We're going to give him the greatest <laughs> yeah, he deserves. Yeah, I'm going to say, he was kind of, he was pretty stiff in, um, in other brands. So I feel like Homicide yeah, would be Yeah, but he's like my size against Walter, who's like not my size. Yeah, but Walter's had competitive matches against small wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, we got to kill this notion that a small wrestler can't compete with a big one because Rey Mysterio's existence proves that that is not true. Most of Walter's matches, like, he's fighting smaller guys. Like, Ilja, a dragon off is not that big. And he's having Pete Dunn, he's having killer banger matches with smaller guys. So that's why I thought Homicide would work. Um, how many dollar signs am I getting for that one? I'm going to give you two and a half. It, it wait, sounds wait. like a solid match. I'm not a huge Walter fan, and I'm not invested in Homicide without Hernandez. So I'm not too invested in the outcome. But for something that I came into with low expectations, I was impressed. Two and a half stars. Okay. Who did you say was the winner again? Dollar signs. Uh, Walter. Walter. Okay. Um, Sounds like a squash. I'm also going to go two and a half, maybe three. Okay. I'm going to go two because it, I feel like going into that match, I'm like, I don't even need to watch this. I'll watch the replays when they show it later. 
Yeah, it's a pre-show. That's why it's a pre-show. And then but again, expectations. But I want to see Homicide do that backflip and Walter chops the shit out of him. But say we're not going to expect too much as a pre-show. So for the fact that's two and a half, three stars on a pre-show is not bad. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. So then we're going to go to the panel. They're going to do some more predictions. Um, Norman Smiley joins the panel. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love this show. Damn, Jamal, you stole me. <laughs> to help make some predictions. But he's distracted the whole time, like freaking out, like really panicky. Matt Bloom is like, what the hell is going on with you? What are you doing? And Whisper just, or Norman just goes, he's here. He's chasing me. And then all of a sudden, Hornswoggle pops out of nowhere and chases Norman sw- Smiley while he runs away screaming. 24-7 titles in one of your picks? That's great 24-7 title. No, no, there's no 24-7 title, but Hornswoggle and... Um, what's the fuck? Uh, Norman, Norman Smiley. Smiley might feud for a little bit. <laughs> for no yeah. goddamn reason. $10 I, just, I just wanted a comedy segment in the pre-show. $10. Thinking of that makes me want to put the 24-7 title in all of our promotions. <laughs> We like, could. Anyone can win. Come to my show and take the hardcore title. It can happen. Fair enough. So, uh, go on. Oh, I was going to tell you to give me a star for that one. So then, then, then <laughs> uh, so then they wrap up the predictions, and then we cut to a T13 media commercial. Yes. So, Shawn Michaels is sitting in his locker room. He has his headphones on. RVD walks in, sits next to him. He's like, "What are you doing?" Oh. What am I doing? Oh, I'm just watching some bad guy verses. You you don't know what that is? Oh, you need to go to t13media.com. Check out all the shows from Bad Guy Has Spoken to Debatable to Book It a Wrestling Podcast. And while you're at it, check out the store where you can get yourself some T13 Media gear. I just ordered a Hi-Fi Mike t-shirt myself, and that is a boyhood dream realized. You better have Shawn Michaels promote organic loving. <laughs> I'm giving that five bottoms career is a failure if he doesn't that's a, do that. That's a five, Dolph that's already outdrew him. Side. We already talked about that earlier. <laughs> see, that's definitely five stars for me. Playing bad um, guy, watching bad guy versus, I love it. Yeah, Sean's watching bad guy versus. Um, so then we cut to the main show, and they do the traditional package that's showing the highlights of all the feuds that's leading up to. Um, then you see in the middle of the ring. Whitney Houston, who sings the yes. Black National Anthem, lift every voice and sing. <laughs> who bringing dead people? <laughs> I, wasn't, hey. I didn't know we could do that. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero's dead. I don't know if you know this. I, I mean, I know that, but I'm just like, I didn't know we was bringing everybody dead in there. I didn't know I could do that. Bring them all back. In this yeah, universe, they're all alive. The book I'm going to do this next week. Just, just wait. Hitler is going to be in the main event. He's going to be in the main event. He's going to get wild. <laughs> Uh, um so then so she sings every voice and sing and then we have kanye come out he welcomes everyone to wrestle kingdom and then he reminds the crowd that at the halftime show he is going to be performing live tonight you have a halftime show okay you have a halftime show we have a halftime show okay so our first match is going to be uh, a TLC match, and it is for the Evolve Tag Team Championship. Okay. So it is a, it, the championship belt that I'm using for this one is the uh, 
the winged eagle. So there's two of them. So that's the tag team championship belt. So it is going to be the Young Bucks versus Owen and Bret Hart versus Juventud Guerrera and Prince Puma, who are the champions, and they are representing the LWO. Okay. Versus Nakamura and Jushin Thunder Liger. That's you're nasty. You're at four stars right now. You're <laughs> that's fucking stars. nasty. <laughs> yeah, that's my TLC. I was muted. No one can hear him. Oh, we 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 need uh, Damone to put the Young Bucks over and make himself suffer. So yes, I'll give you five stars if you put the Young Bucks over. Which I did because the Young Bucks <laughs> win the titles after a twenty. <laughs> 20 minute mm. back and forth match. Damone Jesus. hates himself. God, is, that about what the, is that about what I want? Is what the people want? So Five, your new tag team champions are the Young Bucks. Five dollars. That takes balls. You know what's funny? I love that because Damone hates the Young Bucks, but he recognizes money. Yeah, <laughs> it's his wrong. name is D Money, not D Hate the Young Bucks. Like, his name is D Money. He has D priorities. <laughs> okay, now I gotta bring you down a little bit. Wait, did we so rate that? Oh, probably... uh, John I rated it five dollars. I, mean, <laughs> I feel like that's at least four. The match yeah, itself I'll... is going to be at least four. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll, I'll give you four and a half. I'll give you four and a half. I'll be right in between. I like it. Uh, so match two is going to be Goldberg versus Hernandez representing the um, LWO. Hernandez is carrying that match, by the way. Just letting you know. Yes, I know. Goldberg, <laughs> at this moment, this is prime Goldberg. This is an old man Goldberg. So this is prime in this street Goldberg. Again. So Goldberg right now, is, I know, he's still carrying the match. <laughs> he's still carrying that match. <laughs> Goldberg is 99-0 right now. And he's trying to keep his streak alive. Um, and he beat Hernandez previously, but Hernandez had almost had him. So they're having a return match. Um, Hernandez actually had his foot on the rope after a jackhammer. The ref didn't see it. So he's getting a rematch. So it's a 10-minute match because I don't think Hernandez could get him past that. So it's a 10-minute match. Goldberg wins after Hernandez goes for the border toss. Goldberg is able to get down, though. That's his finisher is the border toss. No, I know, but I'm thinking of Goldberg getting border tossed. <laughs> yeah, he's try- he tries to, but he slips out, turns around, spear, jackhammer, one, two, three. Goldberg wins, goes to 100 and 0. Goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give it- I'll give it two and a half stars. That was a break. You got to bring not equal to fucking Walter. And- you got, it's a oh, bring down match. Yeah. I'm, I'll admit, that's a bring down match. And you got to remember how popular Goldberg was. That's a t- yeah, well, but- here's the thing in the book it verse is that we decide how the fans react and how superstars <laughs> draw. So you don't have to get somebody because they drew in real life. This is the book it verse. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's a definitely a take a shit match. I I prime Goldberg. I guys, I had you guys at the highest heights. I got to bring you down. Yeah, Chris Jericho. Hey, Chris Jericho's prime was beating up Goldberg. I hate. I hate that man. I hate <laughs> uh, so the next match is going to be for the Evolve Television Championship. It is an Iron Man match with a thirty-minute time limit. It is going to be the Macho King Randy Savage, who is your champion. And is representing the main event mafia versus the great Muda, 
who is representing what do they call them? The Last Samurai. Mm, okay. Got a, whole, got a whole like everybody's in a faction in your. There's a lot of people. I got a lot of factions. I got a faction war going. You got like a um, whole New Japan thing where everyone has a clique, but like you're not always with your clique. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah, Macho King versus Randy or Randy Savage versus the Great Buddha. Uh, Savage won the title in the tournament. Uh, and he was having open cha- challenges. Muda answered one of the weekly open challenges and had the match won with the Muda lock. But then Sensational Sherry interfered, allowing Savage to retain the title. The powers that be, that which are the authority figure here, they granted the Great Muda a rematch. So it's going to be an Iron Man match, which the Great Muda wins three to two. He forces. Um, Savage is tap to the Muda lock with five seconds left on the clock. Three and a half dollars. That's good. I'm going four. I'm going four dollars. Uh, I'll go three. But question: Didn't you have some Walter matches? is going to face the winner? He so he would face the Great Muda okay. at the next. I misunderstood. Next, I thought it was. I thought it was. Walter, Walter wins, wins his match earlier and then has to face him that same night. No, like, Walter, Walter Walter gets the match next week, the following week. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, and then here we have a commercial break for Ray's energy drink. So I actually just made a homemade Baja blast in my house. <laughs> but if I had bought Ray's energy Baja lime, I wouldn't have had to do that. So True. if you want to save money on buying Mountain Dew, Powerade, and Sprite, Simply buy some Ray's Energy Baja Live. I feel like you should just go on and do the promo. Like the whole <laughs> promo. Just say repsports.com, promo T1, code T13. Promo code T13, spell out three, to get 15% off? Yes. Yep. 15% off on your Ray's Energy order. I actually got the sample of the new flavor South Beach coming to my house soon, so I'll be able to review that on air. You taking your talents to South Beach? Hell yeah. I wouldn't want to go LeBron, to South Beach right LeBron now. LeBron took his uh, talents to the bench, and the Lakers are suffering. So. I wouldn't want to go to South Beach right <laughs> yeah, me now neither. South Beach is a fucking mess. Yeah, me neither. But, you know, most of the time, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the flavor's good. Maybe the flavor's a mess. We'll find out. But most of their other flavors, like sour gummy worms, which I've tried, is actually delicious. I really liked it. And Baja Lime is like Baja Blast, just like this bootleg creation I made. So we all want Baja Blast. We don't want to pay because Taco Bell is like the only fast food restaurant that actually charges for drinks. And we don't plus, want to pay two fifty for it every plus time. Who eats a Taco Bell? Uh, only, if, only, only if I'm desperate. <laughs> I love um, it. John, you white. We know you love Taco <laughs> Bell. That's not I mean, surprising. I'm not claiming it's authentic. I'm just claiming it's good. It's okay. It's okay. I, yeah. I know about authentic cuisine. Trust me. I teach about it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then uh, we have the commercial for Rays. So then we are going to have a U.S. versus U.K. match. William Regal's been talking shit about the U.S., saying the U.K. is the best. He's also the leader of ty- uh, Tyranny, um, which I is... a girl named Tyranny. <laughs> uh, so what? he is the yeah he's been talking shit about the U.S. So it's <laughs> it's it's William Regal with Walter versus Chad Gable. Ooh, in a twenty-minute banger. So 
William Regal tries to use his brass knuckles when the ref is distracted that he gets handed by Walter, but Chad Gable ducks, hits Chaos Theory for the one, two, three. But after the match, uh, Tyranny comes out and is starting to beat him down. Everyone except for Bret Hart. Uh, Bret just stands in the aisle and walks away like this, like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore, and walks away, possibly causing him to leave the group. Remind me again who's all in Tyranny right now. It is William Regal, Walter, Owen, and Brett. Okay. Okay. Um, so then uh next up we have a commercial. It'd just be random Wait, commercial gonna, for anything. Are we gonna rate that? Oh yeah, you rate that match. I feel like that's gonna be a solid four, maybe four and a half. Four dollars. Yeah, four dollar signs. Okay. So then, yeah, we have a commercial break, uh, just for anything, doesn't matter. Um, so then on the next up, they come back, and at the top of the ramp, there's a band, and out comes Kanye, and he he performs Jesus Walks, na mm. na na, and I love it. Yes, <laughs> he has to um, wear the suit. Three yeah, songs, <laughs> three songs. <laughs> uh, <Scoop-dee-poop-dee-poop-dee-woo. laughs> Because he doesn't perform this song. Sure. Okay. Did that, that's that's put that in his contract. That's all I needed. He said, <laughs> I have to get three, at least three songs. Great. Uh, when he finishes, JBL's theme song hits, so you hear the, the bells. JBL comes out, and he starts bad-mouthing rap music, says Kanye's washed up, no one cares about him, and he pokes him in the chest. Does he say rap is crap? He does say rap is crap. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Kanye, because he's Kanye, know he's, that he's, crazy. Racist. he's crazy. <laughs> Kanye pushes JBL. Security has to come out and separate separate JBL and um, Kanye. Uh, JBL then says, "Yeah, people are going crazy." So it's made official for later on the night. It will be JBL versus Kanye West. Mm. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't with the like. Three Man, this songs. is gonna be like the new Triple H Booker T, where the wrong guy goes over for racist reasons. <laughs> uh, so next match we have coming up is going to be Hollywood Hogan versus Cactus Jack in a street fight. So the Ugh. lead up, to, the lead yeah, up to this is that mankind. Uh, mankind specifically, this is the important part. Mankind eliminated Hogan from Aztec warfare, and ever since Aces and Eights, which is led by Hulk Hogan, and Hulk, and also in Aces and Eights is the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, and they're managed by China. That's the Aces and Eights. They have been attacking Mankind for weeks to get revenge. There's so many factions. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love factions. Mankind, uh, he demands a one-on-one fight. Hogan eventually agrees. He he has him like cornered, and Hogan's doing the like, no, no, like don't hurt me, don't hurt me. I'll do whatever you want. So he finally agrees to the street fight. Uh, but Mankind says, I'm not gonna be ready to fight you in the street fight, but I do know who someone who will. And then it reveal he takes off everything and reveals it's going to be Cactus Jack. So pretty much the tri- the thing he did with Triple H, but with with Hollywood Hogan instead. So it's worse. 
don't disrespect Hollywood Hogan. Fuck Hulk Hogan, but Hollywood Hogan way better. Bro, uh, they both sit in. Right? I don't know the moon. But Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood Hogan spray painted the N word. Openly said the N word, though. We knew Hollywood Hogan was a piece of shit. He didn't pretend. He's got a belt with I with N I G in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, no, the this might this might this might this might surpass or underpass uh, Goldberg. I don't know if I'm about to that match. It's a straight fight, so they just beat the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. So they they beat the hell out of each other. Hogan wins when the Young Bucks um the they come out um and they help him lay come they come help him uh take him out um cactus. Like goes to lay out the tax. He picks up Hogan. Uh, Young Bucks come out. They super kick him into the tax. He falls down, lands in the tax. Hogan leg drop one two three, um, and they they pull up Hogan, drag him out, and Cactus Jack is just smiling, mouth full of blood, like crazy. Cactus Jack. Two questions. Yes. Number one, it's a street fight. Are they dressed in street clothes? Of course. Okay, good. Cactus Jack is in street clothes. Hulk Hogan's in his white robe. Oh, yeah. 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 What the hell? I like that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm actually let, less keen on this one. I'm gonna give you two dollars for that. Uh, I'm fine with that. I, my brother, I don't like the matchup between Hogan and Foley. It's very unathletic. My my brother, he's here too. He heard that. He was like, "Ew." It's obnoxious. They change their style on that team, and I fear it's the Young Bucks. <laughs> no, there's there's the still doing very the young bucks. He's no, just like, the I'm gonna change them. <laughs> no, they're still, still doing flippy shit. They're still the young bucks. They're still obnoxious yeah. like they are now. They're just with Hogan being allowed to be obnoxious. I kind of fucks with it, and I'm gonna give you three and a half dollar that, signs because that's that's where I'm at. I'm going three and a half as well. Because yeah. I want to see where I'm young like bucks and Hogan go. Yeah, and then we cut away to an organic loving commercial starring HBK. Starring H.B. Shizzle. <laughs> the peak of his career. At the peak. Your body and the sexy boys you're loving deserve nothing but the best. Organic Lovin' is the only adult subscription box that includes eco-friendly body products from body-safe adult toys to sex-positive books and erotic seminars. Organic Lovin's online store has everything you and your Marty Jannetty could ever need to heat things up in the, in the bedroom. And right now, your friends here at T13 want to take 10% off of your next order. Just go to organiclevin.com and use promo code T1THREE, like the sound the bed makes when you body slam your special someone to when you check out. Organic Levin, love organically, purely, deeply, boldly. Yeah. And then we have a video package that shows the previous night's mandatory weigh in for the light heavyweight title. If you heard weigh in earlier from Travi, he stole it from me. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, they do weigh in because it's the light heavyweight division. So Billy Kidman is your champion. 
He weighs in at 195.1 pounds. Crash Holly weighs in at 198.6 pounds, even though he claims that he's way over the, that he used to be over the weight limit and he lost 200 pounds just to make the weight limit. That's accurate. That's accurate. Uh, Adam Cole weighs in at a crisp 203.4 pounds. And Dean Malenko weighs in at 207.7 pounds. He, according to Wikipedia, he's like 225 pounds. That's bullshit. I don't believe it, but that's what his build weight is. Adam Cole? <laughs> yes. It's like 222 some. It's like it's all that. It's all that wet hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I believe it. I believe it. So Dean Malenko weighs in at 204.7. So it is a yeah fatal four way. So it's Billy Kidman versus Crash Holly. Versus Adam Cole versus Dean Malenko. Um, so, uh, like I said, Kidman is the world ch- is the champion. Uh, he Kidman won the championship by beating Malenko, who then never got it. Who's getting his rematch in this match? But Crash and Cole have both beaten Kidman due to Dean Malenko distractions in one on one matches. So that's why they were in- entered into the match. So now Kidman must defend the title in a fatal four way. And and to specify, what version of Billy Kidman is this, Damone? With ribs taped, of course. Yeah. Okay. His ribs are always taped. It has to be. Uh, so Adam Cole hits a Panama Sunrise on Crash, uh, but he go and he goes for the pinfall, but rises. It's one, two, boom! Billy Kidman hits a shooting star press and gets the pin, and Dean Malenko just barely, barely misses breaking up the pin. So retaining the title is ribs taped Billy Kidman. I like that. I fucks with that long term. I'm going three stars. I'm gonna agree three dollars. I'm gonna go three and a half, almost four. Okay. So then match number seven is going to be JBL versus Kanye West. <laughs> J- and by the way, Kanye West comes out to Jesus Walks, and he's wearing the like pretty much the outfit that uh HB or Sean Michaels war when he was the whole, like all white. Yeah. Like that yeah, that's pretty much his entrance. Yeah. That's yeah. But coming out the Jesus walk. So uh Kanye like pretend, like kind of tries to get some licks in, but JBL like is laughing and everything. Um Kanye does take some chops from JBL and gets knocked down. Uh JBL's like slapping his head, making fun of him, mocking him when Rob Van Dam comes out to the ring, comes out, starts talking shit to JBL. JBL is getting distracted. RVD calls him a bully. JBL then grabs the mic and tells RVD to mind his own damn business. As he's distracted, Kanye West comes up from behind. Schoolboy, one, two, three. Kanye West rolls out of the ring. Kanye West just pinned JBL. JBL is livid, pissed off, freaking out. So Kanye West is one and oh in evil. Five dollars. <laughs> all the stars, all the dollars. Let me make it rain on the most of this one. My entire bank account. Yeah, that's how the uh celebrity cameos go. So I I'll, I'll go I'll go three and a half stars. Okay, thank you. Um and then you're probably three, yeah. We have a commercial break that announces the next pay-per-view. Enter the Dragon, live from Tokyo, Japan. Every title match is contested inside six sides of steel. 
This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I built a seven-sided rig. <laughs> so the main event in the final match is going to be for the Evolve Undisputed Championship. It is going to be The Rock, you, which is Hollywood Rock, by the way. The best. Um, the best version of The Rock as your world champion versus, and he is the leader of the main event mafia who consists of, it's him, Macho Man, uh, it's The Rock, Macho Man, JBL, and part-time Ronda Rousey comes and goes into the main event mafia, and it's managed by Sherry, Sensational Sherry. <laughs> part-time Ronda Rousey, is that Travis's cousin? <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's going to be The Rock, your champion, versus the winner of Aztec Warfare, Sean Michaels. So we have a video package that shows uh, the uh, it shows Sean winning Aztec Warfare, but then it has an interview with The Rock where he talks about how Sean disrespected his grandmother and Sean's a piece of shit. Um, he says that he he doesn't want to face that druggie in the ring. Mm. He'll probably he'll probably get a contact high. Uh, this is also HBK like post like after he found Jesus. So post post back injury. So he says he's a changed man and he doesn't he doesn't remember disrespecting the Rock's grandma. But if he did, I sincerely apologize. But since he won Aztec Warfare, he does he does have the right to face the Rock at um, Wrestle Kingdom for the World Championship. The main event mafia leading up to the pay per view, they're attacking HBK. Um. As a result, the powers that be, they banned the main event mafia from the arena um, during the match. So The Rock says that's unfair. This is his company. You're catering to HBK instead of me. I'm a Hollywood star. I should be. I'm the star of the show. I'm the champion. So they let him pick the stipulation. It's going to be one time, one time only. And it is going to be under Samoan rules. So, Samoan rules. It is no count out, no disqualification, a 20-second standing count, or you're considered knocked out. So, there's knockouts. There's no rope break and falls count anywhere. Sounds like a last man standing match. It's not last man standing because you can win by pinfall or submission. Oh, okay. So there is a last man standing element to it. Like you can be like not considered knocked out by the referee if you're down for long enough. But uh, so yeah, it's under Samoan rules. So it's a back and forth match. Uh, HB, they fight all over the arena. Uh, Sean is covered in blood, but won't stay down. Uh, At the end of the match, I'll just give you the end. They're in the parking lot. They're brawling. Um, The rock goes to do a rock bottom through a windshield on HBK, but Sean is able to counter, and with his last bit of energy, he hits Sweet Chin Music and falls on top of the rock on top of a vehicle. One, two, three, and the new undisputed Evolve world champion is the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Um, they help him to back to um, the ring where Confetti falls, and in the ring, to hand him the world championship is none other than the incomparable Marty Jannetty. 
<laughs> is Shawn Michaels the world championship as confetti falls down and that is the end of Wrestle Kingdom ooh I was ready for Marty to turn on Shawn <laughs> maybe, <hate that. laughs> maybe maybe soon we don't yeah. want to know what happens when Marty turns on somebody <laughs> <laughs> Marty Janae pretty much I haven't done my other ones yet but I might have Marty manage Shawn I don't like it, but I like it. That makes sense. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. Four, I'm going four and a half. I don't like Kanye's last album. I don't like it, but I like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go three and a half dollars on that. Okay, I'm going I'm to agree. Three and a half. It sounds good. I feel like with the two egos, it's going to be no disrespect to you, Damone. I feel like it's going to be overbooked a little bit with those two. Because there's going to be a lot of spots needed for them. For The Rock and Sean. Yeah. Yeah. But we've never had that. We never got that match. That's true. So it's a match that never happened. So Evolve's bring it to you. Evolve has to bring it to you. We give the people what they want. Beautiful. Which includes Kanye West going undefeated. And Marty Janetti. <laughs> Somebody's always got to go. Marty G- or Kanye West versus. Goldberg. <laughs> that was uh, that was great. On the whole, uh, for the whole pay per view, what would you guys what would you guys grade? I would say it'd probably be a three and a half. Yeah, I think that's a really fair rating. It had its highs, it had its lows. Um, some stuff that you know wasn't quite what I wanted, but turned out well for what it was. So okay, I I'll take that. I'm with that. I think it's, it's better than you. It's better than you. You thought it was gonna be. Yeah, because for me, like, I'm not the target demo for Damone's show. Uh, he's very <laughs> faction oriented. That's yeah, not who I am as a wrestling fan. Um, so I wouldn't be the biggest fan going in, but I get convinced to watch the show. Maybe, maybe like you know, y'all bust my balls in the group chat, and excuse, you gotta watch this evolve, Joe, bro. And then I watch it, like, you know, it's pretty good. That Kanye, that Kanye in her, that Kanye concert. Kanye drew me, yeah, yeah. That, that's you know, if, you, if you don't have some sort of faction warfare, I oh yeah, definitely. Would. That's what World yeah. War. Who has World yeah. War Three? I do. Oh, yeah. me. Damn. <laughs> that would have been great for Demon Show. <laughs> yeah. Aztec, Aztec warfare. I own that. So. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Demon took a while. <laughs> Let's jump into, uh, is it mine or John's next? I think it flip would board, be. Flip a coin. Flip, uh, yeah. I'm good to go. Mine's going to go pretty quick, I think. Okay, we'll go with yours then. Yeah, we'll cool, yours. cool. So we start out, obviously, with the opening package uh, with the song. I also, um, I want to say this. I changed the pay-per-view. Instead of, it, instead of being double or nothing, I changed it to bad blood because after finishing the booking for it, I feel like Bad Blood is a more uh, apropos title. Um, is this your main call? Like your is this your version of Mania? No, because that's what no. I did. That's why I did Wrestle Kingdom because I did my so, biggest show of the year. First. So when I booked this, Capital Punishment was my April show, uh, followed by SummerSlam in the summer, and then this show which I was going to have be double or nothing, but it's actually bad blood and it's going to be like fall, your fall show. So is this your, like what I mean, I don't mean like specifically in April, but is this like your, is this your biggest show of the year? No. Or no? Okay. No. 
No. Um, this is one of my big four, but it's not like the number one. Okay. Maybe number three. <clears throat> so uh, we start off with the opening credits, the theme song played uh, is Bad Blood by Gideon. It's a hard rock, like getting everybody pumped up and going. Damn, and you're see- a Gideon fan? They used to go hard as fuck. I'm not, but I found it and I liked it. <laughs> he just Googled bad blood and that's what came <laughs> up. Lots of Taylor Swift covers. I was like, eh. <laughs> no. So uh, we start off the show, major pyros going off, followed by Greg Hamilton, uh, or followed by Matt Stryker and Vampiro greeting the fans and Greg Hamilton announcing the first match, <clears throat> which is a Hell's Playground death match with special guest referee Luna Vachon. Uh, in a Hell's Playground death match, the ropes and are wrapped in chains, which are also wrapped with thorns. Uh, poles that sounds and- like barbed wire to me. It's thorns. <laughs> <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> uh, poles extend up from each of the posts, with change connecting each post at the tops. Uh, weapons hang from all from the chains at the top. Tube lights, bags of tacks, kendo sticks, two by fours with nails in them, leather straps, a flail. What? <laughs> a, like a medieval flail. <laughs> like those chain with a ball of spikes at the end. Oh, hey. you're just trying to kill people at this like, point. <laughs> a gas can baseball bats with thorns wrapped around it, crowbars, forks, and a straitjacket. And the floor on the outside of the ring is covered with mousetraps. Mousetraps all around the ring. Jesus, fuck. (laughs) It's a Hell's Playground deathmatch, John. What do you want? This is like a Filthy Frank video. (laughs) So, By the way, my stuff is finally working, so I can... So I don't know if I was supposed to be this week or next week, but I got my stuff up now, finally. Just letting you know. Bet. <laughs> so this match is between Kane and Abyss. In the weeks leading up to this, or in the months leading up to this, Kane and Abyss have been in multi-man, somewhat deathmatch-type matches where they've interacted, they've fought, but they've never had a one-on-one direct contact match. Um Every time the two face off, the two have a hellacious battle. Um, Abyss has taken umbrage with Kane, calling himself the devil's favorite demon. Um, They've had standard matches scheduled for for regular weekly events, but each time that the two meet, the the entire ringside area gets destroyed. Announcers, uh, officials, other, other AEW superstars get caught in their path and get destroyed. Nothing can settle this. So general manager Stephanie McMahon orders that these two settle it out once and for all in a Hell's Playground match uh, with the winner coming out as Kane. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it two dollar signs. I don't really like death matches. So, like, I think that's probably part of the issue. I don't, not a huge fan of death matches. Also, they both are the same style. Well, I guess Kane's not really a death match guy, but it can be. 
He can be. He can be. He can be, but yeah, I would say two and a half. I'll give you two I'm, and a half. I'm going the opposite. I personally think I think those two in a rivalry will be a really good rivalry. Um, is this is a uh, this is ball came with the titties out? Then uh, then then, then for sure it's gonna be. I, I'm. I might go five stars. Honestly, I'm gonna go five stars. Damn. Damn. I'm gonna be in the middle ground here, and I'm gonna go three. Uh, I understand that death matches aren't for me, but I gotta rate it based on like what it is, and that sounds like a good death match. So I'm gonna give it what it deserves. I'm gonna give it three stars. Because I can see, I can see both of those big men just really tearing up the arena, just really like and the crowd really getting into it. I'm, I'm assuming this is pre-COVID, and I'm like, I feel like this will be a great, this will be a great match. I know I would definitely be all in on a Kane versus Abyss um, rivalry. That'll be great. I feel like the only thing is I feel like the rivalry itself would be better than the match. I think personally, if they if neither one was a face and they just was just just trying to fuck each other up, that would it would work in my opinion. That's really what it's been like. So like the pay per views leading up to this that I booked, the two are in multi man matches where they interact, but they never <laughs> had like a one on one match until leading up to this where they have they try to have a one on one regular match. And it ends up destroying like the whole arena. Like they just destroy. People come up and try to separate them. Officials, uh, they tear up the the whole arena and just can't be contained. And, and you said it's the first match too, so. Yeah, this is the yeah. this is the lead off match. <laughs> yeah. so I'll definitely, yeah, I'll definitely, especially for a first match. That's definitely five stars. So uh, the next match is a Tijuana Graveyard cinematic match between. <laughs> <laughs> between Thunder Rosa and Alexa Bliss. Okay. So in the months leading up to this, Alexa Bliss has aligned herself with Kane and she's being kind of like really cutesy and kind of saying like, oh, I'm like the, Kane's the devil's favorite demon. I'm the, you know, I'm also a demon. Ooh, scary. Like basically bullshitting her way around, but she's still aligned with Kane. So everyone takes her as a threat. But Thunder Rosa has been stalking her over the past several weeks. Um, Thunder, stalks, Thunder Rosa stalks her for weeks, leaving trails of messages that lead Bliss to the Tijuana graveyard. Uh, the two fight throughout the graveyard, throwing each other into headstones, jumping off of mausoleums, fighting all through. Think of, think of Vampiro's graveyard match against the Kiss Demon, plus the Boneyard match, plus Ultimate Deletion. Are there fireworks? There are absolutely fireworks. Okay. With with Thunder Rosa coming out on top. I'll give it four. I'm going to give it four and a half. That sounds really good. I'm going three and a half for this one. Uh, I like that, like, you know, very, I like the style that you're going for. It's my type of match. This 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 whole card that I booked ended up being very very hardcore, which is why I changed it to Bad Blood because, I mean, it's gonna be like, go 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 go. Um, the next match <coughs> I have is the Gift of the Gods Championship Six Way Doomsday Cage Match. <laughs> it's the triple cage, so like the one cage around the ring, like a Hell in a Cell, with a cage on top with a cage on top of that. And inside the top cage hangs the Gift of the Gods Championship, so the winner must get into the top cage and retrieve the Gift of the Gods Championship. Is that like your mid-card championship? 
Yes. All right. So this match C puts Finn Balor as the champion defending against Velveteen Dream, John Moxley, Cody Rhodes, AJ Styles, and Vader. <clears throat> so leading up to this, Finn Balor has beaten challenger after challenger, uh, leading to uh, this pay-per-view. He says that there is no man, woman, or monster alive that can take the Gift of the Gods title from him. So Stephanie McMahon announces a new title match, or a new type of match, where designed to outshine all of her competition. Uh, some of the big spots in this match include Vader slamming AJ Styles through the cage door, the first level cage door. Um, Velveteen Dream elbow dropping Cody Rhodes from the top of cage two to the to cage one. Finn Balor shotgun drop kicking John Moxley into the cage. Uh, Styles and Balor double suplex Vader on the cage one. Look to each other and kind of give each other a wink and a two sweet um, before being tacked by Dream and Rhodes. Balor drop kicking Moxley off of cage two onto the group of the rest of the wrestlers on top of cage one, leaving <laughs> Balor on top of cage two to make his way into the final cage and retain his Gift of the Gods championship. I'm going to give that... Oh, y'all go first. Go ahead. I'm going to give that $5. I really like that. I thought that was creative. I thought it was fun, and I thought it utilized talents to their strengths. Um, I'm going to go four and a half. I think it was a pretty good matchup. Um, Yeah, best way to explain it. Four and a half. Yeah, I'll give it... I'll give you a five on that one. Yeah, I'll give you a five on that. It was between four and a half and five because the only thing is, I feel like, what do you do with Finn now? Fair. We'll see. Because he just defeated like everybody in a crazy ass match. <laughs> True. We'll see. Have him lose to a rapper, duh. <laughs> you can't. You, you can't have Kanye. Damn it. Well, let me just erase something real quick. All right. AEW is about to be the baby W. <laughs> so the next match is for the Knockouts Championship, and we're putting Bianca Belair as the champion versus Jordan Grace with Jim Cornette in her corner. Okay. <laughs> the most faces exactly. That made me not like Jordan Grace anymore. That's the point. Uh, so. I, a lot of this is is also sowing some seeds for I haven't I'm not Damone where everyone's already in their factions. I'm sowing the seeds so that you can see where this is going later. Um, let's see. So the two these two have already had a match in the previous pay per view where they had a knockdown drag out fight with Bianca Belair getting the victory over Grace and Grace attacking Belair at the end of the match. So this is the culmination of the two. Uh, Bianca's quickness against, his jo against Jordan Grace's raw power. Cornette on the outside keeps distracting Belair, providing Grace opportunity to take control. Bianca builds some momentum and climbs to the top rope. Again, Cornette distracts her long enough for Jordan to get up. Jordan climbs to the top rope with, with Belair and hits a Frankenstein. Jordan goes for the pin, but Bianca just barely kicks out before three. Grace goes for a body splash off the top rope, 
but Belair moves out of the way. Bianca then climbs herself back to the top rope, sets up for the 450 splash. Uh, as she does, Grace pulls the refs in between her and Belair, and while the ref is distracted, Cornette levels Belair with, with his tennis racket. Grace climbs to the top rope and sets Belair up for the fall from Grace, which is the Grace driver from the top rope, and pins Belair one, two, three. Okay. I'll give you a four. Let me give that three. Three dollars. Actually, I'm going to do three and a half. Cornette kind of, yeah, yeah, three and a half. I was also going three and a half. That's fair. This is definitely out of the last two matches. This is the lower, but it's still going to be like a traditional, like, this is going to be more of a wrestling match. Um, So the main event (coughs) is for the AEW World Championship. Wait, you don't have a concert? I don't have a concert. I don't have a concert either, surprisingly. Yeah, I don't, I don't have one either. Kenny's probably got some kind of... Never, I'm not going to try to... Yeah. <laughs> not a concert, though. <laughs> just just strip, strippers. Just, just strippers. So I got some shit coming for y'all. Just wait. Kenny's got like a crime that's going to make the news. <laughs> 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 ECW got shut down today. There were three deaths. <laughs> Just wait. Four muggings. <laughs> Six missing people. <laughs> so for this main event, it is for the AEW World Championship, and John is gonna hate this. I feel like. Oh. We see I? champion Randy Orton. Versus Brock Lesnar. Goose egg. <laughs> Brock is out for revenge after Orton punted him in the face at Capital Punishment, breaking his orbital bone. Uh, at the contract signing, Orton attempts to punt Lesnar in the face again, hoping to shatter his orbital bone and remove Lesnar from the match. But Orton counters and hits an F5, or I'm sorry, Lesnar counters and hits an F5 to Orton, holding the championship belt over his head. <clears throat> During the match, Lesnar is quick to go on the offensive, uh, tackling Orton and driving him into the corner. Lesnar uses his strength to overpower Orton, but as the match goes on, Orton utilizes heel shit to gain the upper hand. Orton methodically attacks Lesnar's knee, wearing down the beast. Lesnar uh, Lesnar begins to battle back, but just as he hits the F5, Orton grabs the ref, knocking him out in the process. Uh, Lesnar tries to go for a pin... Uh, but the re- with no ref, there's no count. He stands at the ready, waiting for Orton to stand up for, for another F5, when suddenly Lesnar is kicked between the legs from behind by someone in a hoodie wearing a luchador mask. They, were, they remove their mask to reveal it's Pat McAfee. Yeah, I like this a little better. Now. <laughs> That's redeeming. EC3 hits the ring, and the three men beat down Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck did he see through come from? Okay, that's a good ending. Cody Rhodes joins them. Ah, oh, damn it. Covered in, bandages, <laughs> covered in bandages from his mat from his AEW does it again. <laughs> <laughs> they stand Lesnar up and Cody throws the ref in the ring. Orton hits an RKO and Orton wins the retaining his championship. They force Lesnar to get a shitty neck tattoo. 
Orton tells <laughs> no. This is no. I drafted pre neck tattoo Cody. <laughs> <laughs> so they should have a match between Cody and Brock. We're like. The loser gets, gets the shitty tattoo. <laughs> like, if Cody loses, he has to get the fucking, like, heart sword shit. And then if, like, Brock loses, he has to get the fucking neck tattoo. <laughs> I'd watch that. Loser uh, gets tatted. <laughs> uh, Orton wins the match, and after the match, he orders McAfee to punt Lesnar's head off. Uh, which he does. The show ends with the newly formed Evolution... Standing over a lifeless Lesnar, Orton holding the AEW World Championship above his head. Your show ended with murder. You said he kicked his head off. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted to get there before your show did. <laughs> I'm, actually I'm, I'm actually gonna give that two and a half because Brock lost and then Pat McAfee. <laughs> two and a half. Because Brock lost. Yeah, that was the that was up. That was going up. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna for- give it. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, for our main event, I think that will probably be um, a four-star. It was a four-star. That was, four star. That was kind of like how um, a WWE show would go, and I, and I fuck with it. I'll give it a three and a half. I like the fact that you formed Evolution, um, but I don't like Brock in the babyface role in that match. With Pat McAfee, which is giving you – that's what's giving you the half. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i just don't like brock in the baby face role because he's the baby face of that storyline and brock's not a great baby face he's he's a better tweener or just pure heel he can still be a tweener just getting his ass kicked like yeah but, yeah but then he's getting his face nobody feels sorry for him you would no. feel they're trying to force you to feel sorry for him. yeah they're trying to give sympathy to a person that doesn't Draw sympathy, i.e., Roman Roman Reigns for most of his career. We weren't feeling sorry for that motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, I can't, I can't take or in like, yeah, I just can't take Brock in a babyface role unless it's against like the Big Show because the Big Show is bigger than him. It's the only time I where I've like believed he was a a babyface. Well, Undertaker too, and Undertaker, but those guys are like his size or bigger. So what would you grade my entire pay-per-view? I'm gonna give you uh I'm gonna give you three and a half. I think it does it, it's I know I'm being kind of a enlightened probably- centrist on it, but like your your show like Damones, not everything's for me, but you pull off the good stuff really well. I thought the death match was well executed. Um your match with uh <laughs> the fucking cages, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> the doomsday. Doomsday. <laughs> That was awesome. I liked that. The women's match was good. So a lot of good points. I, I don't like your main event scene. I think it's mediocre, so I'd probably turn off at that point. But the rest of it's great. So it's WWE, basically. I turn off for their main event. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would also go three and a half. I Like I said, the main event is... Eh, uh, the Cornette with Jordan Grace. I don't know the get the connection. Like I, I did. I feel like it's just forced. Like you, you're just trying to get us to hate Jordan Grace, and I can't hate Thick Mama Pump. And so. Jordan, uh, Jordan Cornette would say something sexist, and that relationship would last very long. Cornette would be like, 
Well, Jordan Grace didn't win her match, so she's a fucking chicken whore or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he said this oh, on his yeah. podcast. He's definitely like, saying yeah. something fucked up about Bianca. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, definitely sure. fucking. Yeah. He's probably so, calling her like Aunt Jemima or something. Yeah. Like, he's definitely saying something fucking stupid. I don't okay, know. Uh, I can say that. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, totally. And I don't shit. like. I don't like death matches. So that match, I would probably not have turned. I would probably have not started watching until after that match. I probably would have watched it, but it would have been like, eh. You wouldn't have watched so, Kane versus Abyss in a death match or some kind I of would match. watch it, but it would be mostly like just cringing and like this. I'm not a death match guy. Because I have, my issue with death matches is you can't actually kill each other. So, uh, unless you're Kenny. Uh, so, <laughs> like, you can it's only go so match. far. It's only, you can only go so far. And then, like, once I've seen it once, it's kind of like, okay, I'm good. Okay. I, don't, I didn't need to see a biscuit caught on fire 84 times. I was good the first time. And then number two through 84 were enough. <laughs> Kenny, what did you say? Oh, no, I said three and a half. I was, that was when I started this. That's a, that's a legit average. I'm okay with it. It's better than a lot of WWE pay per views. So that's true. yeah, I'll yeah, it's not it's not a bad event at all. For it's real, not for a bad event. Like I feel like like just like how John said it has its highs and its lows. And I think how you did it was you started off great, then it kind of dipped down a little bit, then it went up again, then it was like dipped down a little bit, then it was right back at it again. So it wasn't so that's good. I feel like. Instead of I just having a boring like, review or just yeah. having to be good at the end or only good at the beginning, you you keep it so we we're we're still locked in. So we're like, okay, that was a bullshit match, but this was good. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like that. That's what I feel like. I feel like I it was like, just good. Most he of the way targeted like ten demographics with that, like <laughs> you know the hardcore, like, borderline indie fans. He's got the hardcore people. He's got like the casual MMA bro type fans. Like he kind of like usually a company will commit to their demographic. Uh, but he just said all of them. George loved it, he said. Yeah. <laughs> he liked the death match. George loves the death match. <laughs> um, uh, cool. So are we going to do... Okay, we should have... I think we have enough time to do Kenny. Kenny oh, I'm doing it? Yeah. You're up, man. Okay. ECW. Right. Get us arrested. ECW. ECW. <laughs> all right. So, um, first question the building blows up. The end, <laughs> so a plane flies into the building. Is this at a high school gym? No, it is at WrestleMania, the highest attendance we have had so far because the main event's been so crazy 250 people. <laughs> so, we started off, um, it is the Usos versus uh, Motor City Machine Guns. The Motor City Machine Guns, they have been pretty much every time they're about to win, the Usos switch out. So I'm doing that kind of thing where they, they switch out. Um, Explain magic. Yeah, yeah. You said Which what? Usos? Which Usos? Face paint or no face oh, paint? There's no face paint. There's no face paint. Okay, okay. It's pretty much how they are now. Like the way they, they, still, they got right, right now is look. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, so, if you, um, it would have been Al if you said face paint, but it's a double oh, for yeah. no face paint. No. no, they are heels though, but it's just for for months they've been getting the upper hand on Motor City Machine Guns. Motor City Machine Guns has been like they're the team you want to root for. They've been doing good every match, but like I said, they lose off some bullshit every time. So it is officially WrestleMania. 
and they finally get a shot at the title. They've been, um, like I said, they've been doing a swap out thing, and they just pretty much had enough, and they end up, um, Motion Machine Guns finally won it in the, uh, what is that? <laughs> it's Eminem. Oh, okay, I was like, I see you going like this. I was like, what is that? Yeah, so um, they end up beating them, and they they get the uh, the Spartan tag team belts. I'm okay. giving that $5. That's going to be an expert tag team match. I didn't even have to really imagine it. I just know with that pairing that the match is going to be that good. Yeah, I'll give you a five there, too. I like both. I really like Motor City. Shockingly, I really like Motor City Machine Guns, and um, I like the Usos with no face paint. Yep. Shock- shockingly for me, I'm not the biggest Motor City Machine Guns fan, um, mm. but I feel like it would be a dope match. I'm going to give you four. That's fine. I'll four dollar signs. So the next one, there is a um, – I have the what's this shit called Nation of Domination, um, but mine is kind of like King Booker. He has been he's been winning, but he has he has his own faction here. So I only have two factions. I'm not Demo. I only got the two factions. <laughs> so he's been he's faction been doing it. Man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was for, for the longest. It was just them. It was um, King Booker, JTG, Kofi Kingston, and uh, Mark Henry. That's my end. That's nasty. Yeah, but the thing is, they've just been running unopposed. They've been whooping on everybody. But, you know, we finally had a team that is gathered, gathered, you know, together to stop this. And it is a team of X-Pac, Braun Strowman, and Elias. I know that team. I know that team is random, but that's all I had left. Yeah, so X-Pac forming like Kind of like, I don't want to say DX, but kind of like a baby it's version. The of the X Factor. It's the X Factor. He really is. He really is X yeah. Factor. That is the X Factor. Yeah, he, he, does, he doesn't have the rest of them. Again. Yeah, he doesn't have the rest of them. So he's just kind of like a knockoff, like DX kind of thing, where he's just kind of like, he's just, he's pretty much holding uh, Braun Strowman and Elias under their wing, under his wing, I guess. So, you know, they've been going at it. So, like I said, they, they've, they've, they've had enough of it. And they, like I said, they're, fight, they're fighting. Um, so it's JCG and Kofi against, um, X-Pac, Braun Strowman, and Elias. Yeah. So, um, like I said, they've been going at it, fighting, doing their thing. And who comes in to help them when when they're down and out? O.J. Simpson comes from off the top rope <laughs> and delivers a diving leg drop, and the fans go crazy. Holy shit. Holy shit. He gets a diving leg drop off. But okay, they were chanting, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed that he doesn't hit a jackknife. <laughs> so he hits the move, whatever, but it's still not enough. And the Nation of Domination still win under, you know, cheating shit. You know, they were doing heel shit the entire match. But they end up winning it to, you know, win once again at WrestleMania. And crowds booing and they're just, they're just taking it all in. To prove that they're the best faction out there. I'm actually going to be a bit of a contrary. Just, I love the OJ cameo. It's going to move it up for me. Um, but that's only going to give me two stars just because we've <laughs> seen what happens when you put X-Pac in his own faction with a couple of randos, and it is not pretty. That's where X-Pac heat comes from because <laughs> X-Factor was so fucking terrible. So I'm going to learn from history and rate that $2. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. 
I would be a little I'll be a little more generous and give it two and a half. Only if X Pac while Elias is singing is just chopping around the, <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a squash match or not, yeah, pretty much a squash match, just to prove that they, they're still winning. Um, like I said, I had four pay-per-views made, so they were gonna end up losing at, at backlash, what was coming okay. up next. Okay, so yeah, I was yeah, I'll give it two and a half. Yeah, I'd say two and a half as well. I'll take I, it. I, I feel like it would be entertaining for a short period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next match, um, this has been a rivalry going on for a little minute too. Um, Bray Wyatt versus Nigel McGuinness. Though this is Bray Wyatt um, as the Fiend. So N- Nigel McGuinness is pretty much the kind of like a wrestling machine kind of Kurt Angle like gimmick. But he's pretty much like there's nobody that can stop me. But then. Our my GM John Laurinaitis is like I know one person, and it's the Fiend. Can you have you to go one on one with the Fiend. Yeah, Can so you do it in John Laurinaitis's voice. <laughs> so you're going to go up against the Fiend. <laughs> hey, WrestleMania. <laughs> no, but uh, basically, basically, um, those those two have never fought each other, but this, they've been kind of teasing it every time they get in the ring, and he's been spooking, you know, Nigel McGuinness. Nigel McGuinness is like, you know, he's trying to prove he's not scared, but he's still a little, like, freaked out. So they get into the ring. They actually fight. Um, they're going at it. He's trying to slam around, but um, Bray Wyatt is no-selling everything. You know what I'm saying? So Nigel McGuinness is really, you know, fighting his heart out. So then after a while, you know, they're going at it. He's, you know, Nigel McGuinness being real technical with them, doing a lot of technical moves. And Bray Wyatt is hitting him with fucking goofy-ass hammers and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It it ends with um, Bray Wyatt having... um, Turns the the ring to kind of like an Inferno match-looking thing. And it really spooks the shit out of him. Um, And when he turns back around, he gets hit with the... uh, I forget the move's called. The Sister Sister Abigail. And pins him to win the match. to, 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 To beat a streak. I'm just imagining the commentary team when the flames go up, just the, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. It is Jim Ross and uh, <laughs> it's, it's just loud. It's just Scott 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 He's killed him. It's OJ Simpson. Oh, my God. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> He's he, did it, he did it, Joey. He did it, Joey. <laughs> and Joey Styles like goes on a rant for like thirty minutes about like the court case. <laughs> bastard OJ. And he's like, the evidence suggests. <laughs> but I, I give that a good four stars. I like that, and you know the commentary just getting that fucking hype to like the fire around the ring. That's gonna be a moment you never forget. Okay. Uh, I'll give it three and a half. Uh, I I like the idea of Randy and McGinnis. You know what? I'll give it four. I'll go up to four. I'll go up to four. I, I like the I like the idea of those two having a good match back and forth. Um, even though the Fiend really hasn't been having great matches, but um, I like the fire like coming up and shocking him and that causing the match to um, at, for that causing him to lose. Uh, I'm gonna go three dollar signs because. I feel like the buildup for it would be great. The match itself, I, it's hard because I want if, – if Nigel's a wrestling machine, 
and then you just have fiend no selling everything like i get that's in his character i don't know maybe it's my personal problem with the fiend's character is like no selling stuff but i feel like it would be very good i'm saying like only i feel like i was gonna have him no sell in the beginning and then at some point he starts to take a toll on him because he's going up against the wrestling machine but then like i said that's when he turns around because he sees the fire he's like what the fuck and then that's when he (laughs) turns back around wow all right i'd still i'd still sit there and be enjoyed Oh, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Damone, what did you say? Or did you already do? Uh, I said four. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next match is our women's championship match. Um, our champion Charlotte Flair is going up against Victoria, Becky Lynch, and Tony Storm. Fatal four way match. So, in this match, um, I have Charlotte Flair as the heel. Um, Victoria is also a heel. Becky Lynch is a face and Tony Storm is a face. So they're all going at it. It's just pretty much, you know, slamming each other against the barricade and, you know, teams trying to pin each other and they keep stopping each other. And then I was going to have it um, at the very end. Um, Becky Lynch um, makes Victoria tap. So Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair doesn't look bad, but she loses her title. And she wants okay. to use her uh, rematch clause at Backlash later on. So Becky wins with the disarmor. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'll give that a th- three and a half. I think that would be a pretty, a pretty decent match. <laughs> I feel like you like Charlotte versus Becky. Like I like that go- becoming a future match, even though we've seen it before. Yeah. But I, they they always do really good against each other. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go four. I feel like that could be a banger of a match. I'm going to give it four and a half because I really like that combination of talent together. I feel like there's going to be – there's a lot of style similarity. I feel like it all is going to flow very well. Okay. And I'm proud of you because you're not doing what I thought you were going to do. I thought you were going to go there too. <laughs> oh, the, we uh, all did. <laughs> <laughs> the Royal Gamble. Yeah, we thought – I was for I sure thought you were going to be a P-match. Yeah, I thought this is definitely going to end up in a bra and panties match. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. That's the main event. The next match is um Mr. Kennedy versus um Bobby Roode with Miss Elizabeth. And Bobby Roode is kind of like a I want to say like a heel macho manish kind of character, but still with the he's still it's still a glorious character, but Miss Elizabeth is just hyping him up, talking about how good he is and all this other shit like she's that. Just being, she's just being Miss Elizabeth. I pretty like much. That. Yeah, yeah. Pretty by the much. way, by the way, Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Kennedy when he had the uh when he's pretty much about to be world champion. This is like okay. right then in this spot. So he's pretty much about before to be so he's pretty, the, no more contender. This pretty much no more before contender. He, before it's not he fucked it up. It's when yeah. he had money, like when he had money in the bank yep. before he fucked everything up. Yeah, this is yeah, this is that one. So it's pretty much, you know, them going back and forth, you know, Miss Elizabeth trying to cheat for Bobby Roode every now and then. And uh, Mr. Kennedy ends up winning it with the uh was it was it called the Green Bay roll or Green Wisconsin Green roll? Bay, uh Green Bay Plunge. Yeah, yeah Green, Green Bay, Bay Plunge. Plunge. He ends up um winning with that and proving he's gonna, you know, he, that he's good enough to be world champion. So he ends up beating him, and like I said, he's this is technically his number one contender match and ends up um getting a shot at the world champion. So he ends up winning and you know, the crowd's going crazy because, you know, he's earned it. 
Uh, I'm going to give this one a four. I like both of the guys. I really like Mr. Kennedy. I really like Bobby Roode. Um, so, yeah, I'll give it a four. And I think they could have a really good match. Because Bobby Roode is pretty much mini H. Another, um, <laughs> um, not uh, not mini, but, yeah, he is smaller. But he's a smaller, not as good version of Triple H. Timon keeps digging <laughs> that hole. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I'm going to go $3.75. The reason is, is because they have the talent for a four-star match. And, you know, the idea is good. It's too good for a 3.5, but I won't quite give it a four because I feel like there is a lack of athleticism in that match. And that does concern me a little bit. Like, I feel like eventually their lack of athleticism is going to limit them in terms of spot ability. Uh so, but I think they could tear the house down, but I, I I think eventually they would be limited at some point. So I'm gonna give it three seven point five. Three point seven five. So you're giving it three dollars seventy-five cents. Yes, three dollars seventy-five cents. <laughs> um damn, now that John said that I kind of agree, like I feel like it would be a really good match and the promos would be really good leading up to it. I feel like it's three and a half. It's a good. It's a good f- mid match. Okay. It'll keep you there. You might want to go get a drink, but you want to come back and make sure you see the finish for sure. So it's definitely not like a bathroom break, but it's definitely gonna be. I feel like you have you're you're working. You're going up. Okay, I'll take that. Um, next one. This is the co-main event match. Um, it is. You guys are gonna hate this match. I feel like <laughs> this is uh, Shane McMahon versus Sandman in a Hell in a Cell match. This <laughs> Sandman is pretty much he's pretty much you know not the face of ECW, but he represents the old ECW and Sandman. Or yeah, Sandman's represent old ECW, and Shane McMahon is pretty much like. Bro, you're old. Like, even though he's old too, but he's like, you're old news. We're, you know, we're moving on with the generation, and Sandman's trying to prove he still has it. You could and, do young Shane, like young, like obnoxious rich kid Shane, like I, me, I mean, street, mean street posse Shane. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty much them. Like, it's a hell in a cell match. So he's just pretty much uh, Sandman's pretty much just whooping on Shane McMahon the entire match, throwing him through like you know, through the um the cell, just throwing this. Slamming around on the cell, you know, whooping his ass with chairs and kendo sticks and everything. Um, and you know it's gonna have Shane Man jumping off the top of the cell. Um, so you know the crowd, crowd's going crazy off of that. He's laying there for a little second. And um Sandman ends up winning um to prove, you know, he still got it for the crowd. I imagine that like the crowd is going to have to like Tom Brady beers to the top of the cell to get Sandman to catch him. <laughs> and that that vision alone is going to make me give this five dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like pretty, pretty much, it's pretty much him standing on the barricade, you know, with the kendo stick up and he's just like doing his thing, the crowd is going crazy. I yeah, love the I analogy know. of Tom Brady, Tom Brady beers Sandman. <laughs> However, and possibly insider scoop on Book It. I fucking hate Sandman. How do you not enjoy watching the Sandman like throw a ladder at Sandman? I think Sandman's fucking trash. I love the Sandman. I don't like, EC, I don't like ECW either, though. Oh, L. So ECW. That's why. ECW. Um, 
So obviously that this match is unrealistic because let's be honest, Shane McMahon is the best in the world. <laughs> Wait, didn't you just have like a death match on your show? You're just like, yeah, let's become two. I did, I did, I did. Um, he's more of a CZW fan. Yep. <laughs> Cringe. Uh, I'll give I'll give this two and three quarters. Okay. So I, I feel like their entrances are going to be the main portion of the of the fight. Who the fuck is carrying this match? Who the fuck do you think? Sandman can't wrestle. It's Sandman can't Weapons wrestle. Illegal. It's it's pretty much a lot of like hardcore shit. Like he's you know he's slamming him through tables and you know he's slamming his head against different. It's just it's a lot of hardcore shit going on. It's not really too much wrestling going on. It's just pretty much. Oh my god, he's pulling out a table and. He's got a chair. It's lo- it's a lot of it's a lot of weapons. I feel like I'm just spending the whole time waiting for Shane to jump off the ladder. So unfortunately, that, I gotta give you I gotta give, you I gotta give you a two on this one. Like it's I I, I can't I wouldn't watch plus, that. Plus I, that match Styles is going to the bathroom. Mind. <laughs> yeah, Joey Styles is definitely losing his mind. Shane, God, yes, Jr. JR. <laughs> I, I I fuck. I need that. I, I love the CW. I love the Sandman. I love both of their commentary. I'm I freaking the man. fuck out. I don't even like Shane McMahon that much. I liked him for a while, but like you know, he got a little too redundant. The uh, only good thing about Sandman wrestling is that he wasn't building houses anymore. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> I love the Sandman, especially like '90s, like Jordans and Zubas Sandman. When he was like throwing ladders at Steven Richards, that I mean, was Mike, a lot. I'll give him respect for like keeping kayfabe when like you pretended to be blind. Like I'll give him respect for that. But like as a wrestler, I'll pass. I don't think I've ever been like, let me check out this Sandman. <laughs> That's your loss. That's your fucking loss. <laughs> I love the Sandman. I don't um, even know his finisher. What the fuck is Sandman's finisher? It's the Penton bomb. Is it? He does. Is he does diving leg drops too. Diving leg drops as well. His, his, other, his other finisher is disgusting. It's the Russian leg sweep. But usually he has the <laughs> uh, usually he has the kendo stick with him when he does it. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, it's definitely. Or throwing a, a ladder at somebody's head. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, did, did everybody say their yeah? Yeah, I gave that shit five. Okay. <laughs> I gave it. I gave it a two. I gave it a two. <laughs> okay. And uh, our main event is for the for the world or for the ECW World Weight Championship. Um, it is Chris Jericho, who's the champion, against CM Punk against Kurt Angle to a triple threat match. And um, so I got Chris Jericho as a heel, CM Punk as the face, and Kurt Angle is also a heel. So. They've been so CM Punk's been waiting to get the shot. He's finally given the shot. He's like, you know what? You won the big dogs now. And they they give him a shot. And then Kurt Angle, he had just lost his belt to Chris Jericho. So he's also has a using this as a rematch clause kind of thing. So everybody has something invested in this. And then Chris Jericho has something to prove by you know just becoming champion. Um, like I said, they're pretty much all going, going at it, doing their thing. They're all rotating between the submission finishers, trying to each other tap. You know, you got the the angle lock. You got the walls of Jericho, the anaconda vice. You know, nobody's tapping. Everybody's you know, had too much pride to do it. Um, Kurt Angle tries to hit a four fifty at one point, misses it, like he did in the TNA. <laughs> so he tries a four fifty at one point. Um, we have a suicide dive from uh, CM Punk. Um, at one point, Punk spears uh, Kurt Angle through the barricade, breaks the barricade. 
Um, at one point, there was a lion salt that you think is going to uh, win the match. It doesn't. Punk kicks out. Um, later on, he starts to do it again. Um, but, you know, Chris Jericho rolls out, whatever. But he stands on his feet. You know that little missed lion salt. And he ends up getting his feet like a backflip pretty much. Um, they're still going at You know, they're getting tired and shit. Then we have a uh, diving moonsault from Kurt Angle to Punk on the announce table. So they break through that. And, you know, JR is loving as he's screaming at the top of his lungs and shit. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say this is the this is the when we have uh, uh, Bruce Buffer announce announce everybody come out too. Forgot about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, he's supposed to announce this match or bring them all out. And um and the the end of the match pretty much is uh Punk hitting the go to sleep off the top rope. You know he's doing his thing and then knees him in the head and pins uh Chris Jericho. That sounds that sounds harsh. Go to sleep off the top rope. Yeah, it's pretty, you didn't go for the Pepsi plunge. God damn. No, 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 no. He don't have that here. <laughs> so, like, he has to go to sleep off the top rope um, on Jericho. Um, he wins. Confetti's flying everywhere. And, you know, he's doing, you know, just a freeze frame of him like Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's a lot of confetti flying. You know, JR's like, oh, my, my God. He, he made it here and finally won. So yeah, it's a lot of that going on. Make yourself famous, kid. <laughs> uh, I'll give that a five. I'll I like all the five. I, yeah, I, I feel like that would be a five star. Yeah, match. that would be a five star match. They would fucking kill it, Kurt. Even though I'm not a huge Jericho fan, like now I'm a Jericho but, Prime <laughs> fan. Yeah. Wait, wait, which version of Jericho? I'm about to say this is Jericho with a little ponytail on the top of his head. And okay. he's people. <laughs> <laughs> That's his look. And uh, then it's Kurt Angle around like ECW Kurt Angle with the like like wrestling machine. Yeah, the, ECW the the yeah. And then it was Punk, you know, sitting down, you know, talking his shit. Punk. Pipe bomb. Pipe, yep, pipe bomb. Uh, See, so, I thought you were doing long hair to CM Punk just because he did the Anaconda Vice because he did. He kind of let go of that after like. I mean, ECW. he's still trying to. I mean, he let it go, but it's every move he would try to do it. Not, he not he's doing on Undertaker. Yeah, right. yeah, I busted. So he's only gonna do it the one time in his match, but you know nobody. Yeah. but they all try to do the. Do, I remember when that was his finisher in ECW. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's a definitely a five star match. They, I think they kill that match. Like they, yeah. they burn the house down. Yeah, that's the plan. You're going all out. There's a lot of. It's, there's no blood, anything like that. Like, like the. Uh, I'll probably have Sandman end up bleeding in that the other match, but this would be like no blood. It's just pretty much just showing the wrestling ability. Everybody's just fighting. It's a wrestling match. Yeah, it's like a legit wrestling match. Yeah. It does feel weird for ECW not. To, I had like six death matches in ECW. Oh, no, no, no. We're, no, we're trying to be a legit company. Like I said, this is WrestleMania. There's a lot of stake here. <laughs> They, they put their mortgage on this. <laughs> like somebody's like got like uh who's your GM, Kenny? Uh John Laurinaitis. They got like, you know, like a machete to his balls if like this doesn't like get like max. <laughs> no, nothing like that. This is a legit, this is legit. Um, like I said, everybody's just there, you know, they're trying to show out for the crowd. Yeah. You did a good job, boys. We all <laughs> that match. Such good shit. <laughs> People power. <laughs> well, I'm, still the, I'm still in the cover of the video game so go and check that out <laughs> to Wrestlemania I'm actually going to give that show the highest rating of today uh, despite I will say you had the highest high and the lowest low of the night 
<laughs> that, that, that fucking X-Pac faction is doo-doo. <laughs> look, like, look, look, when I made it, I didn't know we could, like, have a free agency, so I already made this, but <laughs> so that, that team was trash. When I made it, I was like, this team is disgusting. He's breaking up that, he's like, breaking up that team. Think back, next think back to the X-Factor when you had, you know, X-Pac, you had a big guy in Albert, now Braun Strowman, and then you had a mid-carter in Just Incredible, now Elias. That is X-Factor all over. That is the lowest low of the night i messed up i was supposed to say king booker and mark henry's in that match too i just said two of yeah. them it'll be king booker mark henry jtg and kofi kingston like i had to set up so king booker it was kind of like how jbl's uh cabinet was yeah. low-key but it was like it was like king booker then it was the prince kofi kingston then it was the the royal knight uh mark henry and then it was the jester jtg like they didn't take him seriously because he's the only one that hasn't won a world championship i don't like that you call do they call him the jester (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. they don't i mean look next review jtg ends up betraying them because he was sick of the shit but like (laughs) why would we be you you can't be out here calling me a jester fuck you you. call me a clown (laughs) uh, the dynamic of the lowest person getting mistreated is pretty common and there'll be Spoiler a little bit of that on my show. Um, yeah, I will yeah, we have just a said that. that power dynamic as well. Yeah, Dol- Dolph's gonna get mistreated. I was just no, gonna no. say, Dolph is the top of the food chain. <laughs> He's the number one pick in all of pro wrestling. John swerves all of us and like squashes uh, Dolph's in the first match. Yeah, that's my way to low key break up the faction because you know I don't I don't try to keep factions for long. Like so, we only had the two factions and that was other factions there is because to stop. I didn't that. say how long they were gonna be together. Also had Brett like kind of leaving because he didn't help them yeah. jump. So Brett's yeah. probably leaving to have a baby is leaving to have a baby face run. Fucking evolve is like the prison yard where everyone's gotta be in a gang. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking yeah. that. I was thinking <laughs> yeah. That. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> uh, the highest high though, you you had the fatal four-way match, you had the you know the triple threat ending, and I'm gonna be the only one who liked the fucking hell in a cell match because I love the sandman. Uh, yeah. I'm giving that a four star show, and it would have been four and a half if it weren't for that fucking Xbox factor. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, I know I could do free agency, like I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have even yeah. had that team together. It just would have been Xbox and probably Braun Strowman, but then it would be somebody else different. I, only, the only person I had left was Elias, and I was like, I don't want this man. <laughs> and, <laughs> he was the only one left. It was like when you play GMO, and you like, who, who, who hasn't wrestled yet? You see Elias picture, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting like. Oh. Um, I'm gonna go three in that. I'm gonna go three only because you had two bombs. You had the S Fox thing, <laughs> and you had the Sandman thing. I you love kind that. Of went to bomb the show, like. But outside <laughs> of those, like you had a, gr- I think you had arguably the best main event. Okay, but. You had those two bombs that kind of took the show down. I was, I was gonna say it's pretty much he's not as good. Like this salmon isn't goofy like how the other how they try to portray the other salmon. This one's like he's legit. Like kind of like how um what's that movie with the Rams? He's, he's kind of like, like the Austin kind of right '90s Sandman though. Like that's how he was he, in EC Dub. Yeah, I mean, but this supposed to be. I mean, this supposed to be old Sandman. It's supposed to be him oh. trying to represent. For old ECW, like he still has the East, kind of like how Tommy Dreamer is, but like, but so like he's, 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 
He's saying man who can't who couldn't wrestle in the nineties, but, but older. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty much like it's pretty much like he he's pretty much the heart and soul of my brand. Pretty much, I would say like that. Like, it's like he still so has, he's, yeah, he's like a Tommy he's Dreamer. Dreamer. He's Tommy Dreamer. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, never, he's not the main event. Like you know, you know, he's not the main the main card yeah. thing. But he's pretty much like, hey, I'm still repping ECW, doing my thing. Yeah, that yeah, that that yeah, still those two bombs. Oh, I'm just letting you know what kind of character he's playing. Yeah, those two bombs brought your show down. So yeah, I'm gonna give you a three. Yeah, man. There were those two that were like, uh <laughs> and I'm sorry. Put some respect on that hell of a cell did, you, did you did you draft either Shane or uh Sandman? Everybody, I, I, everybody I put on this show has been drafted. I didn't put any free agency. Like I said, this was made that night. I drafted. I didn't know Shane was gone. I was gonna put Shane on my show eventually. Get fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go with three and uh, three and a quarter, three and a half. Because that, like, that main event was dope. Like, <laughs> for real, that main event's fire. But I might have fallen asleep before I got to. <laughs> I mean, he started at the middle of the show, and the show end with like four or five, star, four to five star matches because that you forgot about that, that, that tag four. match was and the fatal four way. Uh, so I feel like Kenny like really gave his best shots where it matters. Like he just fucking yeah. Hit I think you. the only y'all didn't like was the because because of who was on that team. Y'all didn't like the faction versus faction match. Yeah, and y'all didn't like. Well, John liked the. the I like. I love it. But y'all love the Sandman and Hell in a Cell match. <laughs> but y'all like the tag match in the beginning. Y'all liked the Fatal Four Way Women's match, yeah. and um, I think it was a triple the third match at the main, at the main event. Yeah, like honestly, if you would have had the Fatal Four Women's match as your co-main event, that would have been. Yeah, if you yeah. took away the Sandman match. You and probably, I I would probably, and you, I probably, and the Bobby Roode match. Oh, I forgot about that match. That Bobby Roode was good. bad though. That was a good. That could have been a good opener. That was right. a good match. I just like I should probably should have rated it a four because it would be good. It's just like it's not as fast paced of a match as I would like. I like I a little like, bit more pace to my matches. I do feel like the spot kind of hindered it, maybe because. Oh, and I forgot we had the, the Bray Wyatt match too. I just said spot the fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, was my favorite, that was my favorite show yeah. of the night. Um, so we are at our limit, I think, time wise. Yep. yep. Which we don't have a limit, but uh, <laughs> for the sake of listeners, <laughs> I'm gonna say let's uh, hit our plugs. Uh, first off, next week we are going to have the second half of the pay per views, which will be John, Travis, and Mike. Provided that Mike does his homework. <laughs> uh, Travis is still alive. And Travis is still alive. I'm ready anytime. I'll, John is I, ready. If I gotta do two shows, I'll do two shows. I was gonna say, I feel like if, if need be, John will do the whole show by himself next week. I'll yeah, rate my own match. It's like, yeah, that's another five stars. Dolph Ziggler, five, five stars. I was going to say, I got four pay-per-views ready, so. 2006 Dolph Ziggler versus 2007 Dolph Ziggler, five-star match. So, <laughs> Kerwin White's caddy versus Nikki versus Dolph Ziggler the triple threat versus Ryan Nemeth, fatal four-way. Versus Vicky Guerrero's husband slash boyfriend, wherever he was. <laughs> 
Uh, so let's hit our plugs. Uh, let's start with the person who has the most plugs, I feel like, Kenny. All right. Um, you can catch me on The Bad Guy Spoken. Right there. Every social media. Um, I have The Bad Guy Spoken podcast every Wednesday and Saturday. I have Monday night's game night where I play different games, or if I don't play a game live, then I'll put up a highlight video. I have a top five. I've been slacking on the top fives, but they're going to be up soon. And um, you can see, uh, catch me on TikTok as well. Me and uh, Travis have a show where basically we try different things. Called we, we try it so you don't have to. You just try out everything. And, yeah. Where can we find your Pornhub playlist? Um, go to Pornhub and type <laughs> in um, bad guy 911 and you'll see uh, goats. Um, what else is on there? Um, not actual goat, no, actual <laughs> <goat>. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Tom Brady and Michael Jordan wrestling around, you know, just that kind of goat. Uh, <laughs> oh, in the same playlist. <laughs> No, I'm just playing. Well, yeah, that's it. That's, like I said, just catch me back. I spoke on uh, every social media, get you some bad guy merch at t13media.com slash store. John? Uh, I don't have anything. Just drink, raise energy, and buy from organicloven.com. Beautiful. I be tweeting, so follow me on Twitter at uh, the Money Cult, D A M O N E Y C L T, like the team. Go Colts. Um, I also be streaming at twitch.tv slash t13media. Uh, I've been slacking lately, but I know Kenny's been picking up the slack and he be streaming, uh, as well. So make sure you follow us there, um, as well. Uh, follow, subscribe if you'd like. Uh, also, like I said, buy us, buy some merch, people. Buy it now. <laughs> <laughs> I know your stimmies. Hey, go get that merch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you can follow me personally at Keith underscore the chief on Twitter, where you can tell me your favorite wrestler and I'll tell you why they're not as good as you think they are. Or you can follow book it at book it T one three, go to facebook.com and check out T one three media on Facebook, where you can catch us anytime that we are live doing a watch along, which we just did one for fast lane. We'll do one again for WrestleMania. Um, see anytime that we're live streaming any of these guys when they're playing video games streaming uh anytime we're doing a show live where you can join in and talk to us and tell us where we're wrong or tell us your opinions which we may or may not listen to or acknowledge also go to t13media.com check out our store where you can get a book at t-shirt a primetime travi t as bad guy has spoken uh grill apron um, Hi-Fi Mike. Does Hi-Fi Mike have uh, pillowcases? I believe so. I think Mike has pillowcases. I, I, the fans need to tweet at us and use hashtag T13 and uh, demand that we get pillowcases with all of our faces, pillowcase faces, um, on the store immediately. Uh, you'll have to talk to Mike to make that happen. Pillowcase um... faces. <laughs> Where are my ice cream bars? <laughs> uh, but anyway, that has been Book It. See ya. Bye. ECW. 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 ECW.